Welcome to the IEEE Quantum Podcast Series, an IEEE Future Directions Digital Studio production. This podcast series informs on the landscape of the quantum ecosystem and highlights projects and activities on quantum technology. This episode features Denise Ruffner, Vice President Business Development at IonQ and President of Women in Quantum. Denise talks with us about new quantum technologies, the importance of widely available education opportunities, and why a diverse workforce is necessary for quantum success. Denise, thank you for taking time to contribute to the IEEE Quantum Podcast Series. To get started, can you tell us how you got involved with IEEE Quantum, and what is your particular area of expertise? Um, I got involved with IEEE Quantum during their Quantum Week. They Every year in October, they have uh, like a scientific week where they do Quantum Week. And I got involved um, probably a couple years ago and really became a fan of IEEE and their events and have worked hard to try to be closer to the organization and see how I can help and contribute um, as well as take part in their events. So Denise, what are your current views on the state of quantum technology and where do you see it headed for the future? about quantum technology. Uh, It's a a science area that is growing, I think, much faster than we ever anticipated. And it's amazing. Every week there's new announcements and new leaps forward. And so I I find the field very fascinating and uh, fast-moving. So I'm always on the lookout for what's new this week or today. Can you tell us about your company's trapped ion quantum computer and how people might be able to access it? Sure. So IonQ makes a trapped ion quantum computer. Uh, We're familiar um, largely with superconducting. Trapped ion is one of the different modalities of quantum computing. And what's really exciting about our computer is that it has all-to-all connectivity as well as uh, very high fidelities. So we have quite a lot of people that use our computer and are very delighted um, with the accuracy and that they need less shots to do uh, an algorithm. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, Right now you can access it in a couple different ways. It's on the AWS cloud. It's on the Microsoft Azure Quantum Cloud as well as um, we do allow some direct access um, to key customers. So you can go through a cloud or directly through us. And we work with um, a number of different SDKs and most recently announced that we worked with QuizKit. Um, So it's, it's a great computer to use and you don't have to learn a new language to use it. So we encourage everybody to try um, try this device. So Denise, what level of support do you provide for people that are utilizing your computer? What we do is we have support staff because when you run an algorithm on a tracked ion computer, you can do some special tuning of the algorithm to make it run better. And Mm -hmm. you have a whole applications team of people that are like experts at looking at algorithms and going, do this, do that, do this, do that. And all of a sudden, magically, the algorithm runs really well. So that's the kind of help that we provide often to customers or 
or to people that call us, um, kind of teaching them how to write algorithms or how to approach a quantum problem. We do a little less. There's, quite, there's right now a lot of different resources for education. Um, there's, for example, a website called quantumcomputing.com. Uh, if you go to the IEEE Quantum Week, there's a lot of workshops and tutorials. So there's a lot of different places to get the education on how to construct um, an algorithm. And so we deal more on the tuning part. I understand you have a new academic initiative. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So we just announced what we call the INQ Research Credits Program. And you can go to our website and apply for up to $10,000 in free credits on our quantum computer. So it's a great program. I was just talking about trying trapped ion quantum computing. So for those of you that are a, a graduate student or a postdoc or a professor, um, you can go to our website. Just fill out this form to apply for credits. Uh, our first deadline, I think, is June 15th. But it's, it's rolling, so it's just the first cohort, cohort is going to end June 15th, and then it will continue on. And what we'll do is we go through the submissions, and we will give people um, up to $10,000 worth of time on our computer. So it's a great way, if you're doing a research project, to um, also run on our computer or run the entire project on our computer, and it's a great way to get familiar with it. That's great. So what's the response been so far? Actually, the response has been amazing. So it's um, pretty easy to apply. There's a, just a form on the Internet, you know, on our website. And what I, so I'm delighted in two ways. I'm delighted at the number of responses we've had, which has been great. But I'm also delighted because we've had responses from people around the world. So we've seen responses from Africa, from India, from Singapore, from Japan, South America. And so it looks like our announcement of this program really had great reach. And that's exciting to me too. Because part of what we want to do is you know, get, get everybody to engage on it, not just people locally. So um, that's exciting for us as well. So Denise, you're president of Women in Quantum. Can you tell us a little bit about how that organization got started? So it's kind of a funny story. For some reason, um, lots of women started reaching out to me on LinkedIn and on email and asking me if I would have a half an hour for them to give career advice. And I'm, of course, of course I will help anybody that asks. And it got to the point where I literally had 10 or 20 different people a week, every week, emailing me and saying, you know, help me, please talk to me. And I didn't know how to manage my job and help all these people. And I, I actually called a friend and said, what do I do? You know, how do I do this? Because I don't want to let people down. Um, I don't know why they're calling me, but I'm flattered. So how do I, what is the right thing to do? And so my friend said, you know what, you need to create a community. And actually I have experience doing that and let me help you. And so we created this community called Women in Quantum, and it's a way to highlight the accomplishments of women in quantum and try to 
get more women in management or even get more women hired in companies in quantum as well as uh, network. Um, and so what we've done is we now have a group. It has a mail list of, I don't know, 6,000 people. We have events with over 1,000 people. We have an event every quarter. And in each event we highlight women and what they're doing in quantum computing, and we do it at all different career levels. And then we also have a, a networking event. We found a software package that allows people to meet individually and network. So it's a really fun part of the event because you meet people from around the world that you probably would otherwise never meet. So it's been just this huge success, and it grows and grows and grows. Does Women in Quantum have any current initiatives underway? So the initiative that we're in the middle of kicking off right now is a mentoring initiative. And this is something we're doing with one of our partners, Keysight. And it's a uh, phone app uh, software package that gives you, you sign up, I want to be a mentee or I want to be a mentor. And it does this visual personality test of 10 questions. And then it matches you with, with you know, a person I've signed up for to mentor three people. So it will match me with three different people. And then it takes you through a program of mentoring and helping the other person and becoming a coach, really. And so I'm really excited to do this. And I'm really excited because the reception um, for this program has been so just amazing. So uh, we've had some really famous professors volunteer to mentor. I mean, it's really uh, a program that has gained a lot of momentum, and we're still just in the process of kicking it off. So I do see a big need for um, mentoring um, in this community. And what I do want to say is even though we call it Women in Quantum, everybody is welcome. So it's women and men, and we're, you know, we're happy anybody who wants to participate is invited. So um, that is our biggest program that we're, we have going on right now. We have another summit in July. And then uh, we are going to have a Women in Quantum panel probably at IEEE Quantum Week. And so we're also starting to pop up and be included in a lot more events because people are recognizing that diversity uh, is very important to their company or their lab. And it's nice to um, be able to provide a, a platform or a place for them to find people so they can um, you know, add diversity to the mix of their um, team. And what's the organization's website? We have our own website. It's uh, onequantum.org slash women. To close, can you tell us a little bit about the organization's membership? Sure. The great thing about Women in Quantum is it's so inclusive. And what we try to do is it's not just about executive women. It's about women at every level of their career. And so we're excited. We've had high school students present. We've had undergraduates and graduate students pre present. And we've had heads of government present. So we really run the gamut of people involved in the program. And it's a great way for anybody to get introduced to quantum and start meeting people and just 
uh, learn a little bit more about it. I think quantum is such an exciting area of science, and it's growing. And I think, you know, often you look at something and you think, wow, that sounds complicated, or that sounds, you know, really hard. And so when you come to our meetings, people talk about how much they enjoy it and how interesting the science is. And, and you get a whole other flavor, and you can fall in love with a really neat area of science. And so I, I just encourage people to come to our meetings or to go to IEEE and take the time and learn a little bit more about quantum. And it, you could be um, in high school, you could be in junior high. It doesn't matter. There's um, a lot to learn, and it's really interesting. And so I just encourage people to go out and take the first step and try to learn a little more and look at all the resources available to them. Thank you for listening to our interview with Denise Ruffner. Learn more about the IEEE Quantum Initiative by visiting our web portal at quantum.ieee.org.